Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast, Live Him Out, where our goal is to educate and motivate people how to live him out in their daily lives. Today, we're going to be asking the question, are you right to be angry? So welcome to our podcast. Hey everybody, we are glad you're joining us today. So along with Truett, we have um, my father-in-law, Nick Harris, joining us, who uh, has been my mentor. He's a pastor in the area in ministry for how many years now? 60 brother? years. 60 years in ministry and in this area for 40, 40 of years. those years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So uh, a lot of ministry experience, mm-hmm. a lot of knowledge and uh, practical application in how we live out truth, which is a, a big deal for us. We want to know yeah. truth, but we also want to live out truth. So uh, he's going to help us today. We're all going to talk together about this this question. Are you right to be angry? Is yeah. is there a time and is there a place? Is it right to be angry or is that something Christians should avoid at all costs? And there's been a lot of teaching over the decades mm-hmm. within the church about that subject, obviously. Mm-hmm. So we want to try to land on some truth today and know how we, uh, how we deal with this because... We live in a culture today that has just a lot of anger to it to begin with. There's a lot of activity and yep. and anger. And so uh, people are angry on the highway. Uh, yeah. You cut them off in traffic. You you could you could have something happen to you that yep. would not be good. So yep. people get angry there. People get angry in the grocery store. You run into someone's buggy, take what they had that you wanted, and, and they wanted it before you. And that just there's all kind of potential for anger to lash out. Uh, you have a culture today that's angry if you don't use the right pronoun to refer to them. A yep. uh, culture that's angry if you won't celebrate their um, their way of life, their yeah. their orientation, or whatever it might exactly. be. Um, but you have it within the Christian realm as well. You know, uh, you have this you have anger that boils up when things don't go like you thought or expected. Relationships, there's hurt, there's disappointment, uh, something breaks around the house, you stub your toe, whatever. There's there's moments where anger comes up, and we have to figure out, okay, how do I deal with that? There's something about it that that doesn't feel right, but yeah. there's something about it that feels very very natural, and like there's something right that should happen with yeah, this. Exactly. So, uh, and the Bible gives us some instruction, of course, on that, and so you find. Paul saying in Ephesians, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you. So in that sense, you're like, oh my, okay, I need to, I need to avoid anger at all yeah. costs. Yeah. And so you have that. But then you have other situations where uh, you read about Jesus even being angry. So he goes in and he, uh, he enters his father's house, he says, and he says, this is not right that this is a den of thieves here. You've made this into something that wasn't meant to be. And yeah. he overturns the tables and he chases the people out. Yeah. And there's anger there yeah. that Jesus is demonstrating. There's Absolutely. another situation where uh, Jesus walks in and and there's a man with a withered hand and he's being overlooked and neglected and, and not treated well by the religious figures of the day. And it says that in, in Mark 3 that Jesus looked around at them with anger. He yeah. looked at them, the people yeah. in that situation. And he says, it, it, the Bible says it was because of the hardness of their hearts. So you find you know some occasions where let all anger be put away. But you mm-hmm. find situations where Jesus was angry. Then you find other instructions that Paul says, uh, be angry and do not sin. Yeah. So there is, there's the open door. It seems <laughs> exactly, like, okay, yeah. I, I can be hang, angry. Uh-huh. I need to be angry. Yeah. And maybe this is where we end up today almost is there's a place and a time to be angry. Yeah. But in how we deal with that is what the real answer, is where the real answer lies. Because yeah. Paul said, be angry, uh, but don't sin. So that would indicate that there's a time to be angry and, and a way to act on that anger yeah. that is righteous and in a way that is, that is um unhealthy or even sinful. So mm-hmm. let's start today and, and we'll ask Brother Nick, what let's if we we're going to define anger, how would we let's start at a baseline? What is yeah. anger? Yeah, well I think uh I think anger is a responsive emotion. Mm-hmm. Uh usually people don't just wake up angry, you know. <laughs> well, some people may some but, people <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh but even that would be a response yeah. to something. Right. And I, I think anger is a response to pain. I can remember a time mm-hmm. when 
we had a cat that uh, mm. got in the bed with us, and I had a huge fever blister on my lip. <laughs> oh, Love the story. No. And I guess I must have twitched my lip or something, and that cat <laughs> thought it was a bug or something, and it jumped and <laughs> stuck its claws right in my fever blister. <laughs> And uh, my response was not, uh, well, praise the Lord. Beautiful day. I grabbed that cat and I threw it across the room and taught it to fly. There you uh, go. uh, That's that's righteous anger. That was right. I probably uh, probably, uh, uh, moved a little bit more into the sinful realm. Oh, okay. uh, All right. But uh, uh, my wife was rather shocked yeah. seeing yeah. me uh, throw the cat across the room and right. I will they don't always land on their feet by the way. <laughs> uh, depends on if they hit the wall or not that's right yeah. Yeah. that's right but yeah. anyway uh, that was a, a reaction to pain yeah and right. I think sure. that a lot of anger is a reaction to pain True. just yeah. uh, it can be physical pain mm-hmm. it can be emotional pain yeah uh, any kind of pain right. can evoke uh, anger. Yeah. It's also, I think, a response to uh, injustice. Yeah. When you see somebody being mistreated, mm-hmm. uh, when I see an older kid picking on a little kid, or when mm-hmm. I see a, a powerful uh, mm-hmm. corporation yeah. taking mm-hmm. advantage of uh, of uh, poor people, yep. uh, yeah. I, I'd, I'd, I react with anger. Yeah, I sure. respond uh, with, with sure. anger. Yeah. So, uh so I think it's a responsive emotion, and yeah. and really it's a good emotion, I think. Yeah, sure. Uh, anger, when it uh, does happen, mm-hmm. it can lead to a very destructive and yeah. sinful behavior, obviously. Mm-hmm. Many people are in prison today right. because <clears throat> in a moment of passionate anger, they, mm-hmm. they hurt somebody or yeah. killed mm-hmm. somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it can and often does lead to... Um, steps that are very positive and progressive and helpful and um exactly uh and and it would there i think it's a time when it's wrong not to be angry yes mm-hmm. right exactly <clears throat> yeah when there's sure. uh when the things have happened in our land and people have right. risen up and said this is not right and and new yeah. laws are passed mm-hmm. or, yeah. or, or new things happen it's because someone was angry uh, about a, a, a situation mm-hmm. uh, even uh, throughout the New Testament, you find uh, an anger against false teaching as yep. well. Absolutely. Uh, and that that was a just anger. Mm-hmm. That's right. And against hypocrisy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Certainly Jesus was angry at hypocrites. Some mm-hmm. of the most scathing verses in the Bible are in Matthew 23 where mm-hmm. he yeah. calls them out for their hypocrisy. He yeah. calls them hypocrites. You yeah. scribes yeah. and Pharisees, hypocrites. Yeah. And, and uh, Paul... When he confronted Peter, mm-hmm. uh, because Peter was uh, at Antioch, Peter was eating with the yep. Gentiles mm-hmm. and, and until the Jewish people showed up, and then he, you know, withdrew <laughs> fellowship. Yeah. yeah. And the Bible says that Paul confronted him to his face and right yeah. there in front of everybody. <laughs> and obviously, that was not a pleasant situation. No. But, yeah. but uh, Paul was angry. Yeah. 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 In fact, Paul was angry. Quite a bit. A lot. In his yeah. letter to the Galatians, his letter yeah. to the Corinthians, we certainly hear some anger. But it was mm-hmm. righteous anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think right away we've already kind of answered some of the question we wanted to answer today. Is all anger sin? No. no. There, there is a time and a place to be angry. But yeah. I think in, in Paul's very short sentence, be angry and do not sin, you find our answer today right. really yeah. where we're headed is, yes, be angry. Uh, and do right because yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Let it drive you to uh, take righteous steps. Because sometimes the anger we feel inside is actually driven by the Spirit of God uh, seeing injustice, yeah. seeing mm-hmm. oppression, right. seeing false teaching, Definitely. seeing someone taken advantage of. So I think that that means we have to listen to the Spirit of God within us, exactly. not just the flesh exactly. within yeah. us. But that, that leads us to this place where uh, we can be angry and should be angry yeah. uh, and then know how to take right steps yeah. based on that. So uh, what would you say, Papa, in the recent decades, I'd say, of the church, what would you say the way that anger has been taught uh, as to how to deal with anger mm-hmm. or what the mentality of what yeah. anger is? Well, I think there's there's uh, two extremes. There mm-hmm. is, there are some uh, real uh, radical people who say... Uh, uh, you ought to uh, bomb abortion clinics yeah. and, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you ought to act in in uh, violent ways. Yeah. I certainly think that's not right. right. Mm-hmm. But then there are others who have kind of said that, you know, Christians ought never be angry, that yeah. any kind of anger is wrong. And right. that we ought to, uh, I know that there was something years ago where it said anytime that you're angry, it's because some right of yours has been mm-hmm. uh, violated. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact is we do have some rights mm-hmm. that we should be angry if they are violated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God has given us certain rights. Though, mm-hmm. For instance, the right to defend my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if someone comes into my house and begins to, uh, uh, you know, break up things and, and, uh, uh, threaten my wife, mm-hmm. uh, I should <laughs> respond in anger, yep. and that anger should lead to action. Yeah. It should not lead to hate. It right. should not lead me to uh, uh, to hate the person, but it should lead me to take action to stop yeah. the uh, mm-hmm. the person. So <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, there is a time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and I remember those, those periods of sitting under teaching uh, at conferences, uh, I won't mention any names, but they had a red book, and uh, that <laughs> that taught that all anger was a uh, was an indicator that you, there's an area in your life that you'd not surrender to God. That mm-hmm. that meekness was to be our our calling, and anger was the opposite of that. Yeah. And so, in fact, you can't have both. You yeah, that's what he, that's what it saying. said. There, yeah. you cannot have both. You're either meek or you're anger or angry. And mm-hmm. so, I remember struggling with this idea because. Anger, it's just a part of life. It's yeah. something that, that happens, right. yeah. and even justly so. But if you if you have as your framework that all anger is sin, that produces some real yeah. tension inside. Yeah. If, if I Every time I felt that, I felt guilt for that, yeah. then I end up repressed and, and struggling and depressed mm-hmm. and, and filled with angst yeah. inside. And so I, I remember sitting under those teachings that said, you know, you need to yield your rights about your future and about your 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 money and your knowledge and your yeah. future and your health and your reputation and everything yeah. you own, and because you need to not be angry about anything at yeah. all. So yeah. there's a place where some of that though has some rightness to yeah, it. Right. Uh, yeah, well, Brother Nick, and, you used and a to lot tell- of it. A lot of it is being led by the Spirit. Exactly. In, there exactly. are uh, over in Ecclesiastes it says, you know, there's a time to keep silence. Yeah. And there's a time to speak. There's right. a time to love, a time to hate, a time mm-hmm. for war, a time for peace. So yeah. obviously, uh, being led by the Spirit, I I can remember after going to one of those yeah. uh, seminars, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I was. Uh, Going, actually going to a deacon's meeting while I was living back in Tennessee, <laughs> and a woman ran a stop sign, ran right into the side of my car, mm. and uh, my first reaction would have been, normally would have been to be very upset with her. Right. But I had just heard this teaching, and I thought, <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm using my rights. I'm not mm-hmm. going to get angry. And I got out, and, and the woman got out. She said, oh, I'm so sorry. And I said, uh, she said, I've I, I really... Uh, hurt your car, and I said, mm-hmm. "Well, really, you know, it's not my car; it's God's car." I gave, of course, that right. made her really upset. You know, she <laughs> thought she'd hit God's car, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so uh, and it worked. I wasn't angry, right. and uh, she gave me her name, and address, and I mm-hmm. told her I'd come see her later. I was on the way to a deacon's meeting, yeah. And uh, so the next day, I went to that address she had sent me. She had. Uh, and no house was there. That was oh. Uh, so <clears throat> I thought, well, I just need to give this to God too, you right. know. So uh, and and I did, and and that worked okay. And mm-hmm. about a month later, I was just out knocking doors, visiting people from the oh, church. No. Knocked on this door. <laughs> the woman opened the door. I recognized her. She recognized me, and she started. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I said, Hey, oh, don't worry. It's it's okay. I I didn't come looking for you. I'm just right. And uh, and uh, this sounds like a preacher story, but yeah. that, that woman. But it uh, is. That woman. Yeah. That's right. It is. That woman trusted Christ that night. She wow. was very. Uh, grateful that I yeah. hadn't called the police. Or <laughs> yeah. Her husband came in later, and he also trusted Christ. I baptized yeah. both of them and two of their children mm. a few weeks later. It was a wonderful story. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. And uh, that was a time that I guess I was led by the Spirit yep. not to take action. But I wouldn't say that uh, 
it would not have been wrong yeah. for me mm-hmm. to have called the police. Right. Yeah. It would not have been wrong for uh-huh. me to have said, you know, I, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I got this woman's name, but she gave me the wrong address. Mm-hmm. And I could have, in fact, yeah. I had gotten her license plate number. Well, so yeah. they yeah. could have found her. But uh, <clears throat> I, the way it turned out, that was the right time yeah. to yeah. respond in that way. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but it wouldn't have been wrong for me to have reported it as an accident. And, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And, but yeah. it might have had a different ending. To yeah. That and, and I've had totally. situations like that as well, you know, where um, something of mine was taken or my rights were violated, mm-hmm. you know, or something happened to something I owned. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I practiced that. I, mm-hmm. I yielded the right to having uh, my way in the situation, mm-hmm. and it freed me from anger. I mean, uh, we have a story we tell in our family of um, uh, we had a brand new van that, that someone had actually given to us. You know, it was a gift from God. Actually, obviously, it was something big. And it was yeah. amazing that, that God provided that for our family at a time when we needed. We had lots of children, and and so. Um, I'm, I'm away at work. Heather's at home with the kids. Hunter is very young and has a friend over. And they decide they're going to add some racing stripes to this van. And so they pick up a couple of rocks and just start going around, you know, digging into this van <laughs> with scratches all the way around it. Oh, wow. That took a lot of yielding my rights in that moment because I wanted to be, you know, very angry. We've never had anything brand new like this exactly. before. It was a brand new van and and they didn't know uh, they didn't understand what they were yeah. doing and so uh, it took a little bit of processing heather called me ahead of time and you know let me have a moment to process before i came home uh, <laughs> but i had to go th- i walked through that in my own mind yeah. of yielding to god okay god this is uh, you gave this to us this is yours uh, all the things i have are yours and so i yield my right to having yeah. a, a perfectly you know beautiful van yeah uh, even <clears throat> in value my son uh, and his friend over the van. And there's some beautiful pictures and all of that. Yeah, and it does exactly. help you in the process of not being angry. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so there, there is some teaching along that line that is helpful. And of mm-hmm. course, most of that usually comes with a, a reference to, to Jesus himself, yeah. uh, who uh, Philippians 2 says, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He laid down his right mm-hmm. to be... Uh, respected and adored and loved and obeyed, and he took the form of a, of a servant. And yeah, came in the likeness of men, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> and therefore, you know, God honors him and, and raises him up as a result of all that, and gives him a name above all names. But it starts at him laying down his right mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Uh, the reputation that he deserved. So yeah. uh, there, there is beauty in that. There's mm-hmm. truth in that. But, but there then, are some things. But then this same Jesus, <laughs> yes. whenever uh, whenever the Pharisees had turned the temple, the yep. house of God, into yep. a place of uh, greed and yep. abuse and taking advantage of the poor, yep. uh, he <clears throat> reacted uh, not with uh, what we would think of as meekness, but he right. reacted yeah. with uh, anger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. He didn't just say. Well, uh, this is my father's. I'll just yield my rights in this situation. So uh, I I, I get it where some people would say, well, this is confusing then. Uh, You know, sometimes, yes, be angry. Sometimes Uh Jesus is not. Sometimes he is. Sometimes the Bible says do, but sometimes the Bible says not. Mm -hmm. So are we supposed to yield all of our rights? Mm -hmm. I mean, is that that where we're supposed to live as Christians? This, uh, I'm just always meek. I'm always yielding. I'm always giving up. I'm never angry. I'm always nice. <clears throat> is that where we're supposed to live? Yeah. So I would say, uh, obviously, everything that Jesus does is for a purpose. It's mm-hmm. it's intentional. It's <clears throat> never just like, oh wow, that worked out nice. Uh, I guess that was the right <laughs> thing to do there, right. you know. But uh, whenever he acts out in that righteous anger, like whenever he goes and flips the tables in the temple, uh, it's for a purpose. <clears throat> it's with a message. And same thing, I think, even whenever he's yielding his rights, it's always for a purpose. It's mm-hmm. with That's with the point. intention of serving or with the intention of making a point whenever he is going to take what looks like the passive approach uh, like at the end of his life it looks like the passive approach instead it's a powerful it's powerful purposeful intentional approach of saying 
I'm laying my desires and my life down mm-hmm. for the sake of reaching another person. So yeah. that's what I think. That's uh, I like that. That's the yeah. yielding <laughs> in the instance with the van and all that mm-hmm. stuff. You are yielding your anger mm-hmm. for the sake of saying, I want to reach my son still. Yes. I still want to reach his friend. I don't yeah. want to come home and be a wreck for my family, all yeah. that stuff. So it's true. It's yielding with a purpose, not just yielding for passivity's sake. Like, uh, I love that. Oh, well, I guess yeah. I'll just not be angry. You know? Yeah. And because I, and I have seen a lot of fathers who would, who would damage a priceless son yeah. over some yeah. $20,000. Right. Exactly. Uh, Thing. vehicle or yeah, something. Yeah, that's true. Know, that would be ridiculous. Yeah, it would. Exactly. Yeah, I, I love that, though, what you're saying, that <clears throat> yielding rights is with an intention, a mm-hmm. purpose, and mm-hmm. that's what you find with Jesus. Yeah. He wasn't just saying, oh, I'm just a puddle of nothing. I just don't have any rights. I'm just, <laughs> exactly. I'm yeah. just go with the flow. Uh-huh. I just... Yeah. That's not what he did. Yeah. He intentionally, yeah. out of out of knowing his identity, yes, exactly. he, he didn't consider it robbery to be equal with God. He knew yeah, his identity. Right. Yeah. Out of knowing who he was, mm-hmm. he was able then to yield what he had. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's interesting that the Bible says Jesus, knowing who he was, knowing yes. where he'd come from, where he was going, he was able to kneel down and wash the feet of his disciples. Yeah. But that same Jesus, in knowing who he was and yeah. where he'd come exactly. from, was able to confront the Pharisees in the temple. Yes. I love it. And yeah. drive exactly. them out. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. When you know who you are, you can yield what you have. That's yes, what saying, exactly. Right? That, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, this is not like uh, be in the already I've yielded everything stage, but yeah. you know, you have what's yours, right? And yeah. and then you're to protect what's yours, your God given rights right. as well. Yeah. But there is going to be a time, like you're like Ecclesiastes also says, there's gonna be a time where you need to yield them. Yeah. And there's also gonna be a time whenever you need to take them up. And it's all it's all done with purpose. It's never yeah. done just like Oh, well, I hope this works out. Or something. Yeah. And so I think then also, like we've talked about on the podcast before, the way you know your purpose and, and all those, like, okay, am I yielding or am I going to take this up? It's yeah. it's by seeking the scriptures. It's by being prayerful. Uh, and it's by like having community and talking with other people as well mm-hmm. about what is, what's the mentality I'm supposed to have? If you're trying to all just figure that on your own, just as you go about your day, right. uh, good luck. You're not, yeah, you're exactly. not going to do it as you just like, it's not going to just happen. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I, I think maybe the other piece of this is it's not just knowing who you are. You can yield what you have. That is mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. But knowing who you are, you can yield or act exactly. on what you have. Exactly. Yeah. Because I think, you know, there's a place as we've said to act on, times when rights are violated. Yes. So uh, we have a right to worship. Mm-hmm. But if all of a sudden um, authority figures in <clears throat> around us attempt to stop us, yes. that's not the time to just say, well, yeah, I just, I guess I'll I'll just, just yield it. Yeah. You know, I just want to uh-huh. be nice and I yeah. want to be angry. Yeah. Unless for somehow your group has a biblical answer as to we ought to yield this for a time right now. Right. That's that's my only mentality. Be the caveat I, I wouldn't that, right? say you can just say here's blanket statements about all of these certain areas. Right. I'm not saying that you're you yeah know, just doing that, but it all has you're to right. be for a purpose, for a time, and because it's not that okay. Well, I'm always set on being angry. I will always be binary. You know, it's not right. it's not one or the other. It's right. not what it seems like, but it's more like okay. I'm yielding this for a time and I will yep. take it up because I know who I am and this is going to serve this time best. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, because there's some applications of this, you know, depending upon which uh, government you live under. Yeah, today. exactly. That's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, here in America, we might have one application of this, but mm-hmm. if you lived in communist China, exactly. today, yeah. there's another application yeah, of that. Exactly. You, you, you might not be able to say, uh, I have a right to speak. Yeah. <laughs> you do, but... Uh-huh. There's going to be some exactly. very strong recourse yeah. against uh-huh. you if you yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. So, exactly. But we do have some rights here in our land. Yes. Uh, right to worship. Yes. Uh, right to protect ourselves. Exactly. And that comes down into right to gun yeah. ownership and you know that kind of yeah. thing, which has some interesting applications yes. as well. Uh, a right to vote. A right to raise our children mm-hmm. in truth. Uh, yes. A right to freedom. Mm-hmm. So those are rights that are... Brother Nick, as you pointed out, God-given. Yes. And so it would be right for us to be angry when they are 
being taken violated. away from us yeah. or violated, yeah. right? Right, exactly. And not just taken away from us, taken away from other people. Exactly. Yes, you know? yes. Yeah, that, that's the other thing I would say that factors into that kind of situation. It's like, right. okay, where does it stop though? Like, yeah. does, does this continue on to the next generation and how much more severe does it get? Yeah. Uh, and so is this the time to take up our rights and say, look, this is, this is who we are. This yeah. is what we've been given. Right. I'm standing for this and we're opposing. Yeah. And and I think that right there can be done without sinning. Yeah. You know, because that's that's the question yeah. is like, can you be angry and not sin? Well, mm-hmm. in that you're standing for the truth. Yeah. Exactly. And again, sometimes I think it's sinful not to be angry. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. you know, when uh-huh. we see uh well, I'm just the abortion issue, yeah, you exactly. know. That's I mean, what I was thinking you know, of. when you think of sixty or <clears throat> seventy million Babies that have been killed, yeah. and uh, the church mm-hmm. for the church to be silent on it, yes. or for a pastor to be silent on it, yep. uh, is wrong. Yeah, uh, we, we are we are called to speak against mm-hmm. evil and against yes. sin, and yes. and when the rights of you talk about the most innocent, exactly. and the yep. most helpless, yep. uh, mm-hmm. you know that's uh, that it's wrong for mm-hmm. us yes. to be silent mm-hmm. yeah. at that time. Yeah. And yeah. not to be angry. Right. Yeah. Sinful. Yeah. And so I, I, I tend to think some of that teaching, though, that says, you know, anger is always sin, that that can lead to a place where what you come up with is a church that is, is passionless and spineless yeah. and weak. Yeah. They, they're just, uh, they're always uh, trying to, I don't know the words to say it, just be nice, basically. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but what you end up with is, is really end up with people who, who know that doesn't work because they're yep. angry. They're exactly. going to have some anger anyway, exactly. and they don't know what to do exactly. with it. So yeah. they, they end up compartmentalizing it, and church becomes this religious thing that happens on Sunday that has mm-hmm. nothing to do with my Monday, mm-hmm. basically. Exactly, so, yeah. So you've got other situations today where some Christian teachers and pastors have, um, have been called out uh, because of counsel in a marriage situation. Mm-hmm. So maybe you have a situation where a, a wife says, I'm being treated harshly in my home. There's been some, yeah. uh, my husband emotionally abuses me, uh, spiritually abuses me. It doesn't physically abuse me because uh, that's, that's a clear line. Often yes. people say, yeah. okay, I recognize that's there's wrong yeah. there. But yeah. you get into emotional abuse and spiritual abuse, I would say that's still wrong. But sometimes there's been Christian leaders who have said to a woman in that situation, well, you need to pray for your husband, which is, that's right. Mm -hmm. Uh, You need to be kind. You need to just uh, try to submit your will and yield your rights and and see if you can win his heart. And there's something about that that just doesn't sit well with, with truth or with scripture. Yeah. So, what would we say to a woman in that situation, Brother Nick, who who's uh, in a place where she's being treated harshly? Should she just yield her rights and not be angry about what's happening to her? Well, I, I was going to ask you that question. <laughs> <laughs> I beat you to it. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I think I, here's the, here's the thing that I struggle with. Um, when a woman comes to me. Mm-hmm. In, for counseling, yeah. and this happens often. Mm-hmm. And she says, "My husband is just mean to me. He hurts yeah. my feelings. He's he's uh, right. he doesn't doesn't help around the house or anything like that. And when I ask him to, he tells me, you know, calls me lazy or mm-hmm. you know, and, and hurts my feelings. <clears throat> right? Um, you tell him to uh, yield the rights. <laughs> I say, you know, uh, th- there is a right way. I mean, she certainly has a legitimate grievance, right?" I, yeah. You know, my my first question I I want to ask I never do, but I want to ask why did you marry a guy? Like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, but that's been done. It, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. That, you can't go back and fix that. No, yeah. and no. so uh, I usually tell her to make an appeal. Mm-hmm. You know, to try in a, a tactful way. Not you know, don't put uh, you know poison in this. You know, don't take vengeance on it. <clears throat> yeah, you know, that's right. not right. Yeah. But at the same time, to uh, to be able to make an appeal and say, mm-hmm. explain, you know, it's wrong when you do that to me. Yep. You know. Yep. And uh, um, I, I don't know. I, I'm just thinking of so many cases right now. Yeah. Sure. Where even that didn't help. Where yeah. the husband exactly. just uh, 
didn't make any changes at all. He yep. was totally unmoved by that appeal. Yep. And uh, uh, to, to then she says, well, what kind of action do I take now? And then I say, well, go down and talk to Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've had some of those same situations, uh-huh. and, and I would – I would suggest, of course, praying for him. Yeah, uh, obviously, obviously, God has to change the man's yeah. heart. That's, mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. It's very right uh-huh. to do first. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, uh, making sure you're not acting in, you know, some kind of sinful retribution. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I have said, it is right for you to say, you will not talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. That is not right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's a place and it's necessary for yeah. those under yeah. um, to speak to those over yeah. who are treating them harshly or yeah. abusively to right. say, this is not going to continue. Yeah. yeah. And to draw the line, draw a boundary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because and, the the reason they got there is not that this is always the case, but it's typically because one person says, okay, I'll be quiet. I just yep. I won't respond or right. I'll just be nice. Yep. That's how you get into that position. So just continuing being nice is yep. not going to get you out of that position. That's correct. And if he doesn't respond at that point, I think the New Testament gives us counsel on those kind of mm-hmm. things, you know. Uh, you uh, Jesus said you you go and one on one you mm-hmm. speak with this person. Yeah, the, the initial right. appeal. The Matthew yeah. 18. Mm-hmm. Uh and and it's okay to even do that with some um Obviously, compassion, but with some certainty and yeah. mm-hmm. and, and confidence and and and, and definiteness. Yes, if that's a word. Yeah. Um, and if that doesn't work, then you you bring another person into the picture. You right. appeal to another yes. party. Yeah. Help me in this situation because they're not responding yes. to me. Not your child. Not a child. Thank you. No, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but bring in another authority type figure. Right. Yes, uh, a pastor is usually a, a good. pastor, mm-hmm. another family member yeah. that has a has respect. Yeah, uh, and counsel. Mm-hmm. Um, a Christian, another Christian leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, any, any of those, and, and Matthew eighteen defines that for us. And then yeah. the New Testament goes on to describe some other applications of that. You know, yeah. if you if you get to a situation where there are those who. Uh, are unresponsive to correction and discipline and yeah. confrontation, and they refuse to change. There's a place where you withdraw fellowship from them, mm-hmm. and that has application to the church. But I, I would say to a woman in a situation where there's abuse, there is a, a rightness to withdraw right. yourself from yes. that relationship. Right. I, yes. I would, if there's physical abuse, immediately get out of it. If there's yes. emotional, spiritual abuse that he is not responding to correction about, mm-hmm. I'd say get out of that situation yeah. for a time until there can be correction, if, if there is. And there are mm-hmm. other steps, I think, can take yeah. us beyond that. But Yes, and I think to tie it back into the topic that we're talking about, the are yeah. you right to be angry mm-hmm. in all of that situation, the... Um, victim party, you could mm-hmm. say, uh, does, I would say, has a right to be angry, but it's what are you doing with that anger? Mm-hmm. Is the anger <clears throat> driving you to the vengeance aspect yeah. of yeah. let me go poison their coffee? Or is the the anger driving you to, I want to see this injustice made right. Yeah. So I'm going to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make the appeal to authority and have a conversation again. And yep. that that is what the anger should drive you to justice right. taking place, you know, and in yeah. a right way. I can yeah. tell you one story of, of one that worked well. Okay. And right. uh, I could tell, unfortunately, I tell you many that didn't, didn't work well. Right. But this one where the woman uh, went to her husband and said, uh, you know, I know that you want to be a good husband, mm-hmm. and I know that you want to please me and make me a happy wife, mm-hmm. and I want to make you a happy husband. Mm-hmm. And and so I wonder if we could sit down together, maybe with our pastor, and they mm-hmm. did with me, mm-hmm. and let's define what we want to see our marriage look like yeah. Yeah. and kind of talk about <clears throat> our roles, how we, how we help each other. Right. I have a list of one another's mm-hmm. in the, mm-hmm. that I give to couples, and and... I go over there and say, Let, let's define how we do these yeah. with one another. And that man, honestly, was just, he had never heard those yeah. kinds of, he yeah. just, he appreciated his wife coming to him. He right. said, you know, uh, I appreciate the fact that you want me to be a good husband. Mm-hmm. Right. I do want to be a good husband. Yeah. And that, it works out wonderful. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's I, great. And uh, yeah. the the problem is when you have one person in the marriage that really doesn't care. Yes. Right. And, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. And or the relationship, whatever yeah. it might be. Marriage could be family, it could be right. friendships, whatever it might be. Right. Um, yeah. And, and sometimes the result turns out well. Sometimes it doesn't turn out well, but that doesn't mean that the action taken was wrong. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. sometimes there's a need to take a stand right. even though uh, they don't initially repent. Yeah. Yeah. There still needs to be an action taken mm-hmm. that's right. Be yeah. angry and sin not. Yeah. Yeah. So there For is sure. a righteous place. I, yeah. Maybe, you know, you, you touched on this vengeance mm-hmm. um, and, and retribution. I think that might become part of what defines the uh, the sinning version Sinful of anger. 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 Yeah. 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 There's anger, right. but if you act on it, to seek vengeance, yeah. then it becomes sinful. But yeah. if you're if you're acting on the anger with a, a drive toward righteousness yes. and 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 restoration, yes. and reconciliation, exactly. or, or even just just righteousness being yeah. done, <clears throat> that there's right to yeah. that. That's that's anger and not sinning. Yeah, it's good. Sure. Whenever whenever you're seeking the good of the situation, because mm-hmm. I I truly believe you can have anger and still seek the good of the situation. Yeah, true. That's true. So um, one of the things you touched on earlier, Brother Nick, was this idea of when someone else is being oppressed. And uh, Mm -hmm. another modern-day wording we know for that is when there are bullies in a situation. That's one of those moments when we all, I think, feel this sense of something needs to be done. There's bullies here in this situation. That can be on a playground. That can be on a – it can be – in the work environment, it can yeah. be you know yeah. on a street corner. Yeah. I mean, uh, even if you're watching a TV show where you see kids oh. getting bullied, there is something inside of you that just boils with anger. I, I think there should it should be that sense of yeah. this is not just, yeah. and I want this to be just. Yeah, injustice, oppression, and the bully when there's when there's yeah. one in power taking yeah. advantage of the one who's under yeah. the power. Uh-huh. See so. that the way God has set things up, God has designed for some people. To be strong. Yeah. There are people who are strong, <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, physically strong. Mm-hmm. They're strong in leadership. They have strengths. But God gives strengths to people not in order to use those strengths for, for advantage, yeah. but to use those strengths to protect. Yeah. And that's why, you know, a husband has the role in the family mm-hmm. to protect his wife. That's mm-hmm. why it's so exactly. wrong for a husband to hurt his wife. Yes. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they have a role to protect their children and to yep. guide and lead their children. Mm-hmm. And 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 in business, mm-hmm. you know, the boss in a business should see his role is there to be a servant yep. leader yes. yep. to uh, to his yep. uh, the people that work under him. Correct. Exactly. And uh, and and the government. You know, yep. we talk about people who uh, become officials in government. As public servants, exactly. Unfortunately, Used many to. of them are yeah. many of them are public tyrants. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's it's very interesting because um, our founding fathers recognize that there is an inherent weakness in men, even mm-hmm. even godly men and women, and so they set up a balance of powers. Yes, in our in our government, exactly. they recognize yeah. that no one person or branch yeah, is fit on their own ability yeah. in, in its best form to yeah. lead with absolute control. Yeah, to take over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they set up a balance of powers. That's that's a biblical concept. Mm-hmm. So that same is true uh, in, in relational context, in a family situation, a marriage, yeah. in, in a church. There, in, Any kind of uh, absolute power resting in one person can lead to potentially tyranny. Corruption, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and so... This idea of yielding your rights and anger, mm-hmm. um, if if all of those who are under always yield to the over without mm-hmm. ever speaking or ever mm-hmm. acting on um, mm-hmm. even anger, yeah. then does it not even potentially promote yeah. tyranny at yeah. the top? It does. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> it, it, it's almost a formula to create tyranny. If there yeah. is uh, the mm-hmm. lesser being told to deny all rights and that you can't be angry. Therefore, whenever your rights are violated, it's not that you can even go tell someone yeah. because you're supposed to deny those rights. Yeah, so then the person on that's the tyrannical leader yep. gets to continue doing whatever without any any backlash. They don't, yeah. they don't get any um, correction. Yeah, in fact, they even kind of use it against you. Oh, I can see you're angry. Well, you, yeah, I'm not going to listen that. to you because yeah, exactly. you're angry. Uh-huh. Yeah, <clears throat> for sure. There certainly is a 
place and a time and a way to speak truth yep. to power. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. and again, we're wrong not to do that yeah. if that power is being abusive. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yes. It's the same thing with a wife speaking truth yes. to that abusive husband. Yes. Yep. Uh, it would be true, say, in a church. Yep. Yes. Exactly. There, sadly, there are some abusive pastors. Yep. yep. And and within that church, yep. there should be other elders. There yep. should be other people. Yep. Yes. And there is a way. To yep. bring that and speak truth yeah. to that abusive uh, leader. Yes. Exactly. And, uh, and then if he doesn't uh, respond to that, yeah. uh, you, you either leave that church or yeah. you take further steps of action. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, even the verse from John chapter 8 says, the truth shall set you free, yeah. shall set free the oppressed, the captive, whatever it is. Yeah. That the truth has to be spoken at some point to the one that is oppressing, yeah. and the truth has to be said in confidence and certainty, mm-hmm. like we were talking about earlier, <laughs> and with with a true understanding that this is what needs to be said, and you know it may cause backlash, but it still has to be said, yeah. and and it will most likely be anger that drives you to that point to find the truth, to speak mm-hmm. the truth, or whatever <clears throat> it is, yeah. All right, let's venture out into one more area that just can get a little dicey, but I, I think it helps us in the situation. So mm-hmm. when Jesus goes to the cross, he uh, bears our sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he becomes the, the spotless lamb who, who, who carries the sin of the world to, on himself. Yeah. And the Bible says in that moment <clears throat> that God poured out his wrath there's anger. Right. Yeah. He pours out wrath on Jesus. So here is God angry. So what does that tell us about the rightness at times of anger? Why yeah. was God angry in that yeah. moment? Well, he was angry because sin is a reproach to his name. It defames yeah. the very yeah. name of God. Right. And that's when Jesus was angry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when God's reputation, when mm-hmm. God's character, when God's name was being uh, uh, defamed yeah. and uh, belittled, yep. uh, and, you know, talking about the name of God, the second commandment, one that people don't make too much of sometimes, yeah. thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Yeah. Yeah. And then it says, for God will not hold him guiltless. Ooh. Who takes his name? It's a serious thing to yeah, God sure. for His name to be belittled. It's true, and mm. uh, so it's 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 right to be yeah. angry at that. Yeah, yeah. And so He's angry at sin. He's angry at what it does to man. Yeah. He's angry at the destruction that it causes. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> he acts. <clears throat> man, sorry about go. that. <laughs> he acts in that anger. Yeah. He has it within him, and yeah. then he's moved by it to action. Yeah. And it's a righteous, it's righteous action. That's the thing. It's, it's not fully it's righteous. Not, yeah, exactly. So, and then the Bible says there's still coming a day right. when he mm-hmm. will pour out his wrath again. That's right. Yeah. So there's still within the heart of God um, justice yeah. and a righteousness that exactly. rises up in a wrath that will be mm-hmm. acted on. Mm-hmm. So that brings us back to this point again. Yes. Anger is not necessarily sinful. Right. It is often actually righteous yeah. and driven by the spirit of God within the believer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. At injustice, at yeah. oppression, at misrepresentation of the name of God, at others being harmed. Um, so if that's the case, then the real question is not, should we be angry or not? It should be, what do we do with the anger? That's right. So yeah, what would be, exactly. uh, what are some righteous ways then that we should carry out or act on anger? That might be the real question yeah, for us question. today. Well, and, and I think uh, one is to speak. You know, yeah. we, 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 again, we don't have to, uh, we don't have to be sinful right. in doing it. It, it is right. possible when, when we see that we can, we can react yep. but we should act not yes. react yes. Yes. we act with uh, uh with love yep. and purpose mm-hmm. is uh, yeah. true it was saying while mm-hmm. ago there needs yep. to be an intentionality we have a goal we we have yeah. somewhere that we're yes. wanting to get to we're not just mm-hmm. reacting to the immediate situation right. but we're trying to just like that uh, wife with the husband mm-hmm. 
trying to move to a, a place of yes. correction. Exactly. Yeah. And, yes. uh, and, and, uh, Making things right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not just vindictive. Right. I'm going to make exactly. you pay for what you did to me. Exactly. This is I'm going to set things right. Yes. For yeah. our sake, exactly. for my sake, for our sake, for your sake, yep. and for others' sake. Yeah. Because if it's in a marriage, you say our marriage is a model of Christ in the mm-hmm. church. Exactly. We must protect yeah. the name of God, yes. the image of God. So let's yes. let's get this right. Yes. Let let righteousness be done. Mm-hmm. So. So some righteous ways to carry out anger is to speak, speak, speak yeah, truth, that's right. to yes. speak truth, to speak up, and, and and again the Bible says to speak the truth in love. In love. Yep. Yes. So we're not speaking it uh, vindictively and <laughs> yes. hatred. Yeah. That's right. We're we're speaking it because we want to see uh, a, a correction. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And if that means uh, involvement in your community because right. of an injustice you see. Uh, it, I think not being vindictive is, again, we've got to narrow that and remove that from our mm-hmm. motivation or mm-hmm. action. It's not vindictive. It is is to bring about right. If it means I'm going to run for city office, state office, yeah. national office, mm-hmm. I'm going to be involved. I'm going to speak and let my actions speak uh, to bring about right and righteousness, yes. not exactly. just silence exactly. from exactly. the sideline. Yeah. Passivity. So, so that is right, to speak to act, to pray yeah. with with boldness mm-hmm. and tearing down strongholds when you pray yes. and, and 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 forging into you know heaven yeah. to plead for God to move. Those are all right yeah. things to do. And in our do. culture, in, in America, uh, to vote yes. for people who have godly character yes. and who have right uh, perspectives yes. and mm-hmm. and you know we. we we have that responsibility. Yeah, uh, I know there are a lot of Christians who don't vote. They just don't right. vote at all. And, right. Uh, They're yielding their right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So I'm, but yeah. uh, but I think we have a responsibility yep. to uh, to try to put into uh, office yeah. people of integrity, yep. people with character, yep. and uh, people with conviction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think even uh, another righteous action is drawing some boundaries. Yeah. Yes. You know, it, yes. It, you, when you when you go to bed at night, you lock your door. You're yeah. drawing a boundary that mm-hmm. says, "I want to no be further. safe yeah, in exactly. my home, so you can't come past this place mm-hmm. right here. Uh, mm-hmm. If you do, there will be harm that will come yeah. to you." Uh, that's yeah. drawing a boundary. Uh-huh. Uh, I think we sh- there's a place to do that relationally. Yeah. Uh, you know, if there's if there is emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, physical abuse. There have to be boundaries that are drawn. Mm-hmm. That, and that's that's a right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, For a community to say, we're going to uh, define some laws, we're going to have police, and we're going to set up, I'm going to set up a security yeah. system in my home. Yeah. Those are all just physical ways of setting boundaries yeah. against yeah. evil or threat yep. to us. We don't want to yeah. be violated, so therefore we exactly. set in place these boundaries. Yeah. And then, of course, another part of that is there has to be consequences yes. for those who violate those exactly. boundaries. Yep. Yes. The true. boundaries aren't really boundaries if yes. people can violate them and, you, and, then there's no, and nothing happens. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So uh, drawing those boundaries, having consequences, and then another piece to that is, is seeking counsel right. yes. in the process. Yes. If, if there is someone who's violating your rights, then... Call upon whatever authorities that is. If it's yes. if it's physical violation, call the police. Yes. Uh, if it's spiritual violation, call your pastor. Mm-hmm. If it's emotional violation, call a friend or who can help you in that process. Yeah. You don't have to stay in the violated state. Yes. Exactly. Uh, there's a place to speak, mm-hmm. act, mm-hmm. call out, uh, expect truth to be carried out. So. All right, Definitely. we've covered a lot of territory yeah, today. It's good, and it's good, good counsel. Yeah, you know, a couple of things that I'd good. like to say there over in. Uh, I'd like to say to all the young people, especially yeah. the girls, but uh, but guys too. Uh, the Bible tells us in uh, uh, Proverbs chapter twenty-two, uh, twenty-nine. No, it's this one right here. There it is. Twenty-two, verse twenty-four. Mm. Make no friendship with a man given to anger, and do not go with a wrathful man. Yeah. And I mm. just constantly yeah. say yeah. to the girls in yeah. our church, yep. uh, look for a gentle man. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's why they're yeah. called gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> and, exactly. Yeah. 
And, and, and a lot of times girls are attracted to, to mm. bad boys, you know. It happens. And bad boys become bad men. Yep. Yeah. And bad men become abusive husbands. That's correct. And yeah. So, uh, boy, an ounce of prevention here oh, is man. worth yeah. a ton of cure. It's true. And yeah. So look, look for boys who have a genuine love for Jesus, for yep. one thing. Yep. And, and that respect their parents, yep. yeah. especially their mother. Yep. And uh, I tell you, if, if you if you date a boy I don't know, that uh, that is abusive to his mother yep. and uh, disrespectful to his mother yep. and his sisters, yep. he'll be disrespectful to you. So, yeah. so I just I'm trying to I'm trying to prevent yep. uh, you having to come see me <laughs> <laughs> ten yeah, years true. from now. That's yep. true, absolutely. And, uh, <clears throat> so just. Uh, that that that's such an important thing, I think. Yes. And yeah. so yes. don't don't make friendships yeah. with angry people. Yeah. And uh, yeah, definitely partnerships and things like that. Just say that applies over into business partnerships yep. and, and so many areas. All all kind of friendships. Yep. That's right. Yeah. That's good. Yep. Anything else, brother Nick? Well, say there's one passage of scripture that I give to every couple that comes to see me. It's good. uh. It's Romans chapter 12, verses 9 through 21. It's yep. a, a passage that's very, very practical. Mm-hmm. Let love be genuine. Mm-hmm. I hate that which is evil. Hold mm-hmm. fast to what is good, mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. And I rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Yeah. And then he does talk about, and we hadn't talked about uh, Christians who are being persecuted yeah. for their faith. Right. But he said, you that's know, that. That kind of moves it into a whole different realm. That's you know? true. And uh, uh, if you live in North Korea, uh, yep. some of the principles that we would teach here in America yeah. would not even be practical that's, there. That's correct. No. But yeah. then the passage there: bless those who persecute you, yeah. bless and do not curse them. Yep. You know. So I just encourage uh, every couple, yeah. every person. To read uh, Romans uh, chapter twelve, mm-hmm. beginning in verse nine through the rest of that chapter, mm-hmm. yeah. and try to practice those in your relationship. Yeah, and yeah. it's uh, it will help avoid a lot of. Anger. I was going to say yeah. those are good preventatives, yeah. for right. sure, mm-hmm. to That's keep right. you out of those yeah. situations. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just say, be mad at times. Yeah. The Bible says to be angry. Mm-hmm. But don't sin. Exactly. And so uh, yeah. uh, sometimes it's a sin not to be angry. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But we have to be angry at the right thing. Yep. Yes. And for the right reason. Yes. And in the right way. Yeah. And if we do that, we can have righteous anger. Yep. And not sinful anger. Yeah. yeah. And see righteous causes brought about. That's yes. right. Yeah. And so uh, whether that be in your home, your church, or in our nation. Uh, let us be the people of God who listen to the Spirit of God within us. Exactly. And, and act accordingly on that in ways that are righteous. So uh, thanks so much for the input today for both mm-hmm. of you. And I think it's been a great conversation, Yeah, <clears throat> one that's necessary in our day. And uh, that's our goal is to lift him up, but then to live him out. How do yeah. we live out these truths? And I think we've, we've, we've touched on that today. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. We'll uh, look forward to another edition of Live Him Out.